The Business on RT Radio 1 with AIB. We know that your focus is on your business. That's why ours is on supporting you. But first this morning to a couple that have had their fair share of trials and tribulations and have still managed to thrive. Mags and Ger Kerwin are scaling up production of Goatsbridge Trout Farm, a farm that specialises in smoked trout, trout pate and Ireland's only caviar made from trout roe. They've just pumped in an almost €2 million Euro investment into the business. This is all despite health concerns that uh, Mags has faced, but also triathlons and various adventures around the world and you're both very welcome to the programme and we'll get to those uh, in a moment but first I suppose one of the things the two of you have in common as a couple in business is that business was in the family background uh, for both of you Mags for you you were brought up in in Gores Bridge in County Kilkenny a family of 10 children and your your dad died when you were quite young and your mum ran a business and reared you she was a fantastic woman. She's 88 now and hopefully listening this morning. Yeah, my father died when he was 45. My mother was 42 and was left with 10 kids under the age of 15. And she managed to grow that business to international fame, um, the half-bred business, you know, and it's now been run by my, my, my brother, my older brother, Martin. So I suppose that's where we learned our trade in terms of business. How did she, I was going to say, how did she manage it, literally manage it? Well, I suppose she had no choice. She had 10 mouths to feed, you know, and she gave us all a very good education. She gave us, our real education was on the ground as we watched her, you know, um, and build her business, you know. So to, I've had a very privileged background, I have to think, I have to say. And watching her build her business along the way, there were probably things you learned from her that you might not have even realised at the time you were learning. Yeah, I I remember one time. It's only a small story, but I remember one time giving, selling chocolate out in the yard at the sales and giving a free bar to one of my friends, Mary Stafford. And my mother explained to me that I would have to sell ten bars of chocolate to make up the profit for the chocolate I'd just given away. And that was my first lesson in margin and you know and good sound business. You know, I was only about I'd say seven at that time. But you were out selling bars of chocolate. Absolutely, yeah. We had to make it pay. Absolutely. And were there other ways then that you were able to help her out when you were growing up? Yeah, I think we all got involved as a family business. And as you say, Jared's business is similar. We had a lot in common, which is probably what was the attraction maybe, you know, in terms of our backgrounds. You know, I mean, it was very much part and parcel of your life. A business, it wasn't so much a job, it was part of your life. And I think fish farming is something similar. Yeah, and you went on then to college, to UCD, you studied biochemistry, and that's where you met Ger. I did, yes. So who's going to talk about this? Ger, over to you. How did, how did this all happen? Um, yeah, well, I suppose probably our families would have known about each other. We do only live like, uh, you know, 20 minutes away from each other. You were admiring uh, from a distance, Ger, is that? Uh, well, we, we had a mutual friend and um, we were introduced, but I suppose it just like everything else, um, we didn't start as a friendship and then, you know, over time, maybe... Um, uh, you know, we, we I think we met the first term in first year in UCD and we only started going out the last term of the last year in UCD. So that was four years later. So, you know, we'd, we'd known each other during that period and stuff. So, Mags, um, he was very slow off the mark, really, was he? I, always, I often say that he was going out with me for seven years before I was going out with him, if I'm being honest. <laughs> <laughs> and, Ger, uh, your own uh, family background in terms of business, your father had started Goatsbridge Trout Farm in the 1960s, was it? Um, well, father and mother. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah uh, um, just the background to Goatsbridge was that we were like uh, corn millers, my, my ancestors. So my great-grandfather was a corn miller 
um, kind of uh, 1860s and subsequently then my grandfather took over that corn mill at Goatsbridge. Uh, it was one of six corn mills on a, a river rising in Ballyhill, Noctofer and uh, a tributary of the Nore called the Little Arigal. Uh, so there was a huge concentration of mills in the area and that would, would, would you know, be connected most likely to the Cistercian monks in Jarpoint Abbey. So everywhere the Cistercians went, we obviously know we were the island of saints and scholars, but the Cistercians in particular were extremely industrious and, you know, it, it, it probably most likely, as I said, that those concentration of mills were like a, a splinter industry associated with the, with the monks. So Part uh, of the legacy of that then influenced... Yeah, well, well, I suppose the water, uh, the, the water course and the use of the water was, you know, the, the, the mill became obsolete in 1913. My father grew up then as one of like a... Um, seven or eight and um, his, his, he had a kind of a life-changing experience early on uh, when he was seven he had a school accident and he chipped his hip bone so the theory in those days was to remove the chip and uh, subsequently for probably 10 of the next 20 years he was uh, like uh, you know ailing with TB of the bone so he had like about nine operations and as a result like he was self-educated uh, he also probably had to um, fend for himself really in a, in a in a kind of an entrepreneurial way so his first fortune was made um, like by uh, having a pony and trap having his crutches and shooting rabbits and pigeons and selling them to like people during the wartime and um, that was you know, real entrepreneurial. Well, well, he, he you know, there. when 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 subsequently my uncle was was getting married and uh, they bought a farm and stuff for him. Like my father was able to go and to the war chest and and pull out like five hundred pounds at the time, which you know was a lot of money. It would it would buy it buy a lot of land and stuff. So um, and Goldsbridge, the trout farm, you took over the business in two thousand and two, and yourself and Mags have developed it now to a point where you you process most of your fish, you're exporting and you're supplying a lot of uh, supermarkets, a lot of shops. Uh, What kind of quantities are we talking about now in terms of the business today? Uh, Well, in tonnage terms, probably you're talking maybe, you know, somewhere between six and seven hundred tonnes of whole fish. So that's the raw material for you know, adding value. So, uh, you know, I think right now 25% of that fish would go into like the added value line. So that would be secondary processing. It would be for, you know, smoking, maybe for ingredients for your pate, uh, you know, and then the other uh, would still, 75% would still be in the fresh market. So that would be your fresh trout fillets, your, your gutted trout, you know, your trout portions, uh, you know, any really, I suppose, anything, any anything really, uh, and that's how the, the week would be made up. You know, so it's 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 obviously a very very thriving business, and and it was very much on that sort of growth trajectory, Mags. And and a few years ago, for you, you got very bad news. You were diagnosed with cancer. Yeah, it's funny actually. I, I just noticed um, um, my sister really tweeted, and she keeps reminding me about the fact that I have cancer because I forget about it. Yeah, look, we I, about it's about. I suppose 30 months ago I had a bone marrow transplant about 20 months ago but look I'm doing really well and I kind of it's kind of almost insignificant in my life at the moment I'm just living my life around this and I'm just getting on with it really and getting on with the business of trying to grow the business and How do you uh, nearly forget about it? I know uh, I know you're saying I'm, figuratively but you're that focused on doing what well, you want to do You know do. you can't you know as I said and I think I'm lucky that I have a good positive demeanour and I think it's just living my life I'm very lucky to have a lot of things in my life 
you know, I have I've, I've been lucky to find sport about eight years ago. I have a fantastic trainer in Waterford, Martin Kerwin, who has helped me deliver to some really fantastic things like the Ray the Pyrenees. I've represented Ireland early in the year, you know. So that's one thing, and then the business, you know. And, and how big a shock was it initially? What 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 prompted you to go and get, get <coughs> well, it checked out? Well, I was, I was training for the European Championship, Joachim, at the time, and I had a pain in my shoulder. Went for bloods and fantastic. Uh, G- my GP at the time picked up something with my bloods and and that was it. Really, we had scans and blood showed that I had, I had issues and uh, it's a cancer called multiple myeloma and it's 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 pretty serious cancer. But there's a lot happening. As a, as a biochemist, I would be very aware of what's happening in the in the in the research space in terms of all blood cancers, you know. And I don't think I I also think you know it's all about how you react to these things. It's not what happens to you; it's how you react to it. And at the end of, at the end of the day, we were busy trying to grow our business, you know, and you talk about, you know, what's happened the last couple of years. I think if you focus on the negatives, you're, you're in trouble, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm just living the best life I can. You went to Everest Base Camp. Mm, we did. Again, both of you went, knowing, you know, for you that you had this diagnosis, that you had this. Yeah. How, how difficult was that? Well, it was very easy, really. I, I asked my consultant, can I go to Everest Base Camp? Having asked him, could I do, you know, back do series threat and stuff again? And he said, absolutely. In fact, he looked at me and he laughed and he said, Mag, if you want to go to the moon next year, no problem. You know, um, I think maybe he was saying that in jest. But I mean, I think I, I, I took a long time to decide who I was going to put my life in, in the hands of who. And Brian Hennessy in Waterford is the guy I trust. He understands me. He lets me live my life. Um, I think it's been a perfect partnership and I don't worry about anything because I pay him to worry about it. In the same, you know. And as a family then, Ger, how, how difficult was it for, for, for both of you and then for your kids just to, to talk about that and, and to process it? Um, yeah, I suppose it's obviously very difficult. Um, I suppose you're, you're in the first instance, you, you you know, you obviously are there uh, to support Meg. I suppose the thing then straight away, the kids, I suppose, you know, were at sort of vulnerable ages and, you know, they, they, they were all very different. We four, we have two and two, two boys, two girls. So, I mean, you're, you know, you, you, you're, you're very much making sure that they're OK, I suppose. And look, I mean, it's like entering a tunnel, you, you know, you you, you, you get an, an, a diagnosis and you have this period then when, you know, there's really not a pathway and stuff. But I suppose once once the pathway was established and then, you know, you, 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 you go down that road, I think, you know, you find the strength and I mean, you know, I'm not sure even the talking part of it. I mean, some people do a lot of talking, other people are not talkers. You know, I think everyone kind of copes with it in their own way. And, uh, but, you know... Look, I, I had had previous kind of encounter with blood cancer. My mother had been a long-term sufferer of lymphoma on Hodgkin's for 23 years. So, um, you know, she sadly passed a number of years ago. But, like, you, you know, you, 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 you're almost conditioned maybe to, 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 to living with cancer in that sense. So. And Mags was clearly very gung-ho about going off to Everest Base Camp. Sounds like there was nothing, nothing was going to stop her. And what, what was it like doing that together? And, and in your own mind, were you worried about or were you thinking about all of that while, while grappling with the physical challenge of that? No, no, I, I was worried about how I was going to keep up with her. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, we, we, we went as part of a group, there was 10 of us, and uh, we, we knew one of the people in the group, but the rest were, were new. They were aged between 54 and 66. You know, you, you employ someone on the ground there, like in the, in the way of organising and then the Sherpas and stuff. So but it, was, it was a brilliant, brilliant trip. I mean, I, I love travel, I and mean, we travel very well together anyway. So, like, it was, you know, it was an absolutely brilliant I think, trip. I so. think the beauty of that trip was we left for 18 days our team at home in Goldsbridge. And I think we really have arrived in terms of the support we have from everybody who works with us because we uh, have been obviously investing very heavily. Um, we had built in 2021, we'd rebuilt our new fish farm, which cost about 1.7 million. And then this Brexit Adjustment Fund became available and uh, um, obviously delivered by BIM. And that gave us the kind of catapult to say, well, let, let's keep going here. You know, and we actually left and there was a timeline to have that project finished. We built a new solar farm, we extended the factory and we built, we got some new equipment. So much going on. We at that left. Time. We left um, our staff to finish that in time to submit, along with the help of BIM, and we came back. And the solar farm was actually literally started and completed by the time we came back. So I think they know, did better without you. Well, we've arrived, and I think we're we're grateful. We're also grateful to BIM and all the support we've got from them in terms of our business too. You know, and Borbia. And when it came to uh, just getting text in, as a text in here already, Mag and Jer are powerhouses and business and inspirationalist people. Long may they thrive, says Sean and Mar. Lots of people texting in who who are admiring, really, in terms of what you've done and how you've worked through this. Um, looking at the the business and how do you manage together as a couple responsibilities and creative differences? Who, who's who's in charge? Um, You're smiling, Jer. It's funny when we travel. I keep I I say nothing. I just shut down. And Jer is the boss. And it's funny, you know, um, I suppose we both have different um, responsibilities within the business and something we've had to learn, you know, and to respect what each of us does in the business. Jer is very much the, the, the operations person and I'm probably the visionary. And, uh, together, and when you travel, is he, he, he's the boss when you travel? I, I just I just kind of shut down. I, I go into complete uh, holiday mode. I, I read my book and I just don't want to talk to anybody. Jer talks to everybody. You know, um, it's, it's a complete role reversal. But I think we've learned to, you know, I think they say together, you know, myself and Jar, because we're so different, we're like rocket fuel. And there is a book, a book called Rocket Fuel. I can't remember the authors, you know. Um, but, you know, um, that's really it. So you, you're the one that gets the Google Maps out and all that, Jar, when you're travelling, is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I'll do the research and I'll, I'll, you know, know the restaurant to go to and bits and pieces like that. We'll, we'll, I'll have all that done. So. And day to day running the business, how, how do you manage different different responsibilities different sets of skills how, how, do, how do you, do you, do you and, and also leave it leave it outside the, the kitchen table or do you, do you talk about talk try, shop a lot yeah I suppose there's, a, there's lots of cliches isn't there with couples working together and different things I suppose you kind of find your, your own your own way really I mean we're probably lucky in the in the you know, in, in the actual business, there's probably enough space for you to be really, really busy, um, you know, within within that space. And then, you know, you, you, you probably bring it all together then in the evenings and like, she, you know, you, you're going through the day and going through the following day and bits and pieces. But uh, no, I mean, look, at, I mean, uh, you know, it's it's not, it's it's ups and downs as well, the same as anyone else. But I suppose 
you know, we've, 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 I think we've proven to be a good team together, you know, so. One of the things around so much talk about climate change and the impacts that we're seeing, rising sea temperatures, yeah. the impact that that can have on fish, fish stocks. What about for you guys in terms of inland river? Well, Are hence, you seeing? hence the investments. And as, again, I say because of the support, we couldn't have done that without the financial support and the other, the mentoring and help as well from Borbia, BIM and now Enterprise Ireland. But, you know, I suppose everything we do, it's, 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 we're trying to guard our environment for future generations. It's all about sustainability and it's a very, it's a buzzword, but we're talking about social sustainability as well as economical and environmental. You know, so everything we have done and all the investments we have done in the last three years, we've actually spent a total of three million, two, 2.8 million in the last t- three years, of which 1.66 million was funded by the Brexit Adjustment Fund. Um, and it's all been around being more efficient and being more sustainable and sustainable in all areas, you know. So, you know, I suppose what we're looking for now is, and you say, how do you get on with things? You don't think about your cancer and stuff. The more fish I sell, the better I feel. And what we are looking for now is really support Support, support, because we are in, uh, employing 27 people. We hope to employ more. We're very ambitious. We've just got a listings with Ocado in the UK last week, and we're about to, to start supplying spinnies in the, in the UK. We have a fantastic girl called Michelle Walsh, who works in the UK and helps us with our business development. So, and that opens you know, up a whole export market It as does, well. and we're trying to internationalise the business. You have four kids. Are they, do you think, potentially interested in Well, I have one son who's a Dragon's Den... Um, absolute expert. He watches, he knows everything. He'd love to meet you sometime. We have four kids, you know, two of them are doing accountancy business and one is doing food science and the other is in their leaving cert. Doesn't know what she wants to do. But, you know, it's it's early days yet and we want to give them the space to, to live their lives and if they want to come back to the business, they'll have to go and find and bring something back with them. But they'll get the same opportunity as anybody within our business. Not because, they won't come into our business because of who they are. They'll have to earn their place like everybody else. And we're trying to build a team of people at the moment and we're well on the path to doing that, you know. Ger, would you um, have any advice for other couples going into business together? <laughs> uh, uh, um, well, I, 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 we travelled with another couple um, on the Everest trek and... Uh, very nice people and we we got on really well together but like uh, I just asked the question you know like because I could see that they are working very closely together but they're not working with each other and I just said you know it would seem obvious that you you should work together and they kind of said oh no 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 so you know I I don't know I mean um, I mean I I, I wouldn't change a thing anyway I've been would you say you learned something about yourself on the Everest trip, both of you? What would you would you say you learned something, Jer? Um, yeah, I suppose like like uh, it, getting away, like you know, is um, it opens your mind up and it, it gives you the space to, you know, you're you're we're all in our bubble, aren't we? And we're all busy and we're all like getting on something like that. It's, it's almost like a you know, a retreat, uh, kind of a refresher. And for sure, you you know, it's the people you meet, it's the, the exposure to different cultures, it's the beauty. And like, you know, I think, if of course you come back a changed person, a better person for that. You know? And that all leaves its mark. Max, what about you? Did you learn I something actually, about yourself? You know, there was 10 people in that trip and I just, I'm, I'm kind of saying to myself, we're actually quite tough. We're quite tough mentally. 
were quite tough physically. Both Jerry and I, you know, and it might be because I remember, you know, it hasn't, you know, um, being down in the ponds at five in the morning, harvesting fish when I was at the early stages, you know, in the cold, falling in and getting cold. So I suppose we've had a lot of time of hardship in terms of physical hardship, and you know, we've worked hard, you know, in, in our business, and it does give you resilience. And I think I think we're quite strong mentally and physically. I think to say you're you're mentally tough is an understatement, Mags. I haven't Mags. met my mother. You haven't met my mother. <laughs> Mags and Jer Kerwin of Goatsbridge Trout Farm. Thank you so much for joining us on the programme.